You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A big thank you to Tyler Vasquez, kind enough to join us earlier from the Cardinals Odyssey podcast, Kickoff in the Valley, joining Mark Grandy to preview the game. A big thank you to Tyler Vasquez as we return our attention to the 415ers here on Friday. Evan Giddings and Mark Grandy with you as always, three times a week on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95-7 the game. It's uh it's a primetime spot again for the 49ers this week, taking a look at the Arizona Cardinals, who both teams are traveling down to play each other in Mexico City. The Niners in Colorado Springs this week getting acclimated to the elevation. But, Mark, um, the Niners are coming off a less than impressive win, I would say, on their last primetime uh, trip against the Chargers over the weekend. They get another spot on national TV, but this time it's on Monday night. So kind of a, an intriguing matchup between two teams going in different directions, but the Cardinals do have the looming uh, sort of air over them of they have been able to fare pretty well against Kyle Shanahan teams in the past. Oh, yeah. I mean, they won both games against the 49ers last year. If you remember, it was week five in Arizona. That was the game that, that Trey Lance had to start. Niners only put up 10 points of offense. Uh, the Cardinals managed to win that game 17 to 10. And that at the time was a relatively impressive result for the 49ers, despite the fact that it was really frustrating. Um, because Arizona was the hottest team in the league to start the year last year. They were undefeated at that point. And then you you fast forward a month later, week nine last year in 2021, the Niners get Arizona at home. Kyler Murray misses that game, and Niner fans are thinking, all right, is a chance to get a win. We'll get back to 500 at 4-4, four and, four, and, and you know things will start looking up. But Colt McCoy and the Arizona Cardinals just absolutely dominated, winning that game 31-17. to 17. That put the 49ers at three and five. And then that week 10 game was the Monday night against the Rams that kind of turned the season around. So Arizona has had success against the 49ers for sure. This one, though, feels a little bit different. There are some injury questions that we'll get into. Kyler Murray and Colt McCoy both were limited in practice on Thursday for the Arizona Cardinals. Colt McCoy dealing with a minor knee issue and and Kyler Murray a hamstring issue. That hamstring in, uh, injury kept M Murray out of the game last week for Arizona against the Rams. That's really just the beginning of the injury issues. They also have a lot of banged up offensive linemen. Their defensive secondary. There's a lot of questions around those guys as well. Um, the injury questions don't you know only include the Cardinals. The Niners have them as well. We'll see how many of their defensive linemen that they have. I mean, it doesn't look like Armstead is going to play once again. Javon Kinlaw didn't even travel with the team to Colorado Springs because they're still worried about swelling if he hops on an airplane. So he's clearly not going to play. Uh, we don't really know about Samson Ebukam at this point either. Uh, Nick Bosa didn't practice on Thursday in Colorado Springs, but that's just a, a day off thing. Because of all those injuries, he played a lot more snaps 
on Sunday night against the Chargers. So no worry there. But there are still injury concerns all over the place for both these teams. The good news for the 49ers and maybe the bad news for the Cardinals, it doesn't include the team's starting quarterback. I mean, I guess technically it does for the 49ers with Trey Lance. But Jimmy Garoppolo is totally good and, and ready to go. Uh, but I think, you know, once the game gets ready, we, we hear from the team on, on Saturday and Sunday and, and even into Monday morning, we'll have a, a much better idea to how this game might play out because these injuries can kind of push, push the game in, in one direction or the other based on how they play out. Yeah, and that's probably a reason why the 49ers are such heavy favorites, even in a neutral site game. Um, they typically say home field advantage is worth about three points. That doesn't apply here, but the 49ers are still an eight-point favorite um, down in Mexico City against the Cardinals. 43.5 is the total. Now, I, I, I understand that, look, the Niners are a team that right now I think is still trying to find its offensive identity. Uh, they have it on defense. I mean, pitching two second-half shutouts and back-to-back games um, would tell you that even without a full complement of, of defensive pieces, still not having Armstead, still not having Kim Law. Um, they are still, you know, I mean, they, they lost Jason Verrett midweek last week before the Chargers game. You know, they, they still are a bit banged up on defense, but offensively, I don't know about you, Mark, but you know, I, I throughout the week we talked about being a little bit disappointed in in what happened offensively against Los Angeles. I do think that this is a chance for for the Niners, especially through the air, to potentially take advantage of a Cardinals team that has been pretty middling. Uh, has been honestly inferior as far as their their uh, pass defense is concerned, and this is a team that you know only scoring about 23 points per game. Um, they allow 372 yards, 269 or 261.9 of them coming through the air. I think this could be a game where we see the offense that maybe a lot of fans wanted to see against the Chargers, not Jimmy G throwing the ball, you know, 25 yards downfield, um, but a lot of yards after catch for guys like Kittle, guys like Debo, a couple of players that weren't as much involved in the Chargers game, I could see them getting a lot more touches uh, against a team like Arizona. Yeah, you mentioned the, the pass defense for the Cardinals. On the year, they give up about 247 yards per game through the air. That's 23rd in the NFL. For comparison, the Niners are sub 200 per game. That's 8th best in the NFL. So the Niners certainly have the advantage there in the pass game on the defensive side of the ball. And specifically, the Cardinals are the worst team in the NFL at defending against opposing tight ends. The worst team in the NFL. So I'll call it now. I think this is a George Kittle breakout game. He's going to get over 100 yards receiving and he's going to get into the end zone. I think this is the, the game of the year for George Kittle. He tends to play well in big moments. This is a Monday night game in Mexico City. He's going to be fired up for this one. And when you consider the fact that the Arizona Cardinals struggle against all receivers, but specifically against tight ends, I think this is a place for George Kittle to shine. He's been, uh, you know, the last few games haven't been great for him. Just uh, one catch for 21 yards against the Chargers, three catches for 39 yards against the Rams. One of those catches were a touchdown that kind of iced that game away late. Before that, though, we did have 98 receiving yards against the Chiefs and 83 against the Falcons. So certainly better numbers there, but those were certainly 
um, heavier passing days for the 49ers in the last two. But I think we'll see George Kittle get his in this one. And at least for a week, we can put to bed all of the you know talk from 49er fans about get George Kittle the ball more. He needs more touches. I do not think that'll be a problem here on Monday night. No, I don't think it should either. Uh, the one thing that Arizona is a bit surprising. I, I know that they're look they they're kind of two different teams under the different quarterbacks. Colt McCoy uh, took advantage of a just a beaten up Los Angeles Rams team last week. I think he was like a seventy percent completion, two fifty with a touchdown. Um, you know, they ended up taking advantage of the Rams. But this is also a Cardinals team that I think two of those three wins before last week or come from behind wins. So I could see some Cardinals fans feeling optimistic that like the, the, the Niners are probably going to be playing from ahead in this game. Um, unless Colt McCoy has uh, a resurgence, kind of like he did uh, last week at home. I don't know if you were at that game, Mark, uh, but I was appalled at how, at how well Colt McCoy looked against the Niners. Uh, completely different team. And the Cardinals have, I think, sort of, carried over the tail end of last year into this season. Uh, even though you, you go out and give your quarterback a quarter of a billion dollars, there's all the rumors about him before the season, his commitment, his level of work ethic, and uh, you know, with a hamstring injury out last week, not sure what we're going to see. Cliff Kingsbury definitely on the hot seat with the way this th- that, that this season is going for Arizona. Uh, but, but Colt McCoy is, I, I mean, it. I don't mean to to hype him up, but you know, he is a wild card in this game just because of what he's done before to this team, as well as, I mean, how he looked last week against, albeit a Rams team. Um, this is a Cardinals team with a bit of a, a flair for the dramatic. That That's really the only area I see them having somewhat of a reason to feel hopeful is the fact that they have come from behind earlier in games uh, this season against the Los Angeles, or pardon me, the Las Vegas Raiders, um, the Carolina Panthers, two not-so-great opponents. Um, But they do have a little bit of comeback kid in them. Yeah, the question is going to be who starts at quarterback. Uh, Colt McCoy, he was limited at practice with a knee again on Thursday, and then Kyler Murray with the hamstring that kept him out of that game against the Rams with that hamstring. He also was limited uh, we talked to uh, Tyler Vasquez, who you know covers the Cardinals for another Odyssey podcast, and uh, he seems to think that Colt McCoy is likely going to play because he, he thinks that hamstring is going to keep Kyler Murray out. And uh, he also said something interesting, saying that he thinks Colt McCoy might give the Cardinals a better chance to beat the 49ers in this game because with Colt McCoy, uh, you're you're more kind of forced into being balanced. Maybe it means a bigger day for James Conner. Now the 49ers haven't been phenomenal against the, the the pass so far this year. Certainly haven't been terrible. We mentioned it, they're top 10, uh, but against the run, they're phenomenal. The the best in the NFL. So maybe the Cardinals being forced into using their running game a bit more actually helps out the 49ers. I'm not quite sure. I think with all these injuries up front, that number probably isn't you know nearly indicative of what they're capable of this week uh, but interestingly enough there are you know there is a segment of the Cardinals you know fans and, and media that think right now Colt McCoy might give the team a better chance to win and you mentioned his last game out he was pretty good I mean 26 of 37 238 a touchdown and did not turn the ball over um 
James Conner did have a couple of touchdowns on the ground, but wasn't really running with too much efficiency in that one. 21 carries and and uh, under 70 yards in that game, just just over three yards per pop. Not terrible, but certainly not something that gives you a ton of confidence when you're heading into a matchup against the Niners defense. But that quarterback, uh, you know, injury uh, there between McCoy and and Murray is an interesting one because, as you mentioned, you could. You could kind of make a case that, you know, given the history, Colt McCoy stepping into Levi's last year and absolutely dominating. He's feeling good coming off of a win against the Rams. Of course, there is a question about his knee injury as well, though it does not appear serious at all. Uh, that's kind of an interesting one. And I, I don't want to compare it necessarily to Trey Lance and, and Jimmy Garoppolo, but you kind of get the sense that Colt McCoy is a very, very good and, and serviceable backup quarterback. Um, I don't think he's on the Jimmy Garoppolo level, and it's not to the point where, you know, Arizona's Super Bowl odds would take a giant jump when their starter gets hurt and goes down for the year like it did with the 49ers and, and Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. But there is a kind of a notion of, all right, starting quarterback is out for a game or two. Not that big of a deal because Colt McCoy has proven maybe not a, a very good full-time starter, but definitely a, a serviceable backup quarterback. Well, that, that kind of takes me to... I guess a, a, a fictional place, Mark, but you just kind of <laughs> spurred my my mind as as you tend to do throughout our podcast. I appreciate you for that. I try my best. So if if Cardinals fans or or media members feel that that Colt McCoy might give the Arizona Cardinals a better chance to beat the Niners, now I'm sure part of that is because Kyler, if he did play, would not be a hundred percent and might not be able to fully unlock that dual threat ability that makes him such a dynamic quarterback. But right now with the way that Jimmy Garoppolo is playing and right now with the way that Kyler Murray is playing, if you had to have one quarterback uh -oh. right now, who would you take? Not, hmm. not, not long-term. I know Kyler Murray is clearly the, the, the selection in that case. Although for some, he might not be, I don't know, but if you had to pick one, if you if you wanted one on Sunday, which quarterback would you rather have or on on Monday? I should say is uh, is this scenario uh, assuming that uh, Kyler Murray's beef with whoever is his head coach is is sticking sticking with him for that Monday? Um, <laughs> I'm sure. No, I mean, I, I I guess I'm curious how that changes the equation. I don't know. I mean, I. If I if I was choosing a, a you know a quarterback to lead my team, I I would want to know how he how he feels mentally. But if if we're talking about just the play on the field for one game, ugh, I almost hate myself for saying this, but I think I would choose yep. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, you would. Yeah, it's just it's I just, know I I would too. It's a good question, and I I think it speaks to the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo is is um playing turnover free football i almost said mistake free he's certainly still making mistakes but right now it's not turning the ball over he, he's avoiding those interceptions when he's getting sacked even though there are times and, and he said that he should throw the ball away he's not fumbling the ball obviously you know knock on wood that that doesn't turn on on monday night um but he's playing mistake free football you can't quite say the same for kyler murray He's turning the ball over with some regularity at this point of the season. He, of course, he's been he's been banged up and hasn't played last game and, and maybe misses this game. But it's an interesting question because I, I think if you asked it at the beginning of the year, certainly last year, uh, maybe even the year before, you would have gotten an easy answer the other way.
Oh yeah, no, no, of course. I mean, Kyler Murray is at his peak spectacular. Uh, 